You know what the Bible teaches us about our Father? He's jealous for us. And he's, he's so jealous for us. He's like, don't mess with my kids. You mess with my kids, you mess with me. So don't say, I, I want this part of God and that part of God, but I, I, don't, want, I don't want that, that spirit-filled part. I don't want that, I don't want that judgment part. I, I want the love of God. I don't want the judgment of God. I want, I want the, the peace of God. Uh, I, want the, I want the joy of the Lord, but I don't want any responsibility in the kingdom. What, what gifts and callings? Assignments? Are you kidding me? Felicia was inviting someone to church one time at Church of Living Water, and we kind of have a goal. There's a, there's a statistic in church life that, uh, 80, that in, a, in any given church that 20% of the people work and serve in the house and about 80% just simply attend. And we've determined that we would like that to be flipped. Okay. We'd like a, at least to know 80% of us are serving and we're putting our hand to the plow. And if you have children in children's ministry, you ought to be out there talking to Melinda to see if you can help in children's ministry. And if you have children in youth ministry, you ought to be talking to Pastor Chris, what can we do uh, to serve in youth? And if you have, uh, you know, so on, uh, if you're in... Uh, women and men, you ought to be saying to Marty and you ought to be saying to Anne and her team, hey, what can we do to, to serve in the ministry to men or the ministry to women and so on in this house? But Felicia was sharing about Church of Living Water and someone said to her in, in some place, where do you go to church? And, and she said, Church of Living Water. And they said, it's not one of those churches you have to actually participate in, is it? Felicia said, I knew immediately they weren't going to really like our church. So I just said, yeah, we're down there on Bullard, and if you'd like to come sometime, we start at 10. And she said, I just changed the subject because she knew they, they just want to, we just want to come drop our kids off, be fed, and go home. You have gifts and callings that are from God. Don't decide you don't want that. Let me, let me help you encourage yourself in the Lord. God, I want all that you are. I want all that you have. I want everything that you've purposed for me to come to fruition in my life. So let me just give you a couple more things to think about, and then we'll go wherever we're going to lunch. It's Angela's birthday today, so we're having birthday lunch. Amen. You see, it's Paige and Noah's birthday, it's Angel's birthday. Happy birthday, all of you. Man, maybe we should have had a birthday party today. There's about nine birthdays in the room. Let me help you encouraging yourself in the Lord. Speak life. The Bible says, I set before you life and death, choose life. Moms and dads, when you're dealing with difficult children, you can choose life. We're experiencing this. We're raising teenagers. When you, when you all pray, pray for my little kids. Uh, the social worker told us this week that we need to, within the next two or three weeks, decide what Raymond's new legal name is going to be. We've been telling him that in God, everyone's name has changed. And, and he's excited about that. So now he's talking about adoption and, and, and all of that, and we've got to pick his new name. We need understanding about what the Lord is calling him. And so we'll, we'll pick Raymond's new name. But speak life. When you have a child that's, that's difficult and, or, or in a difficult season, uh, speak life. You know what you can say to, to your child when, when they're in a difficult time? If you, if you, you, you don't want to attack the fruit of a matter. You want to move to the root of a matter, right? So when your child's in, when your child's in a place of rebellion, rebellion is the, is the fruit that's coming from the root of where they're at. So rather than, I mean, you can say, look, in my house, this is the way it is, and these are the guidelines, and these are the expectations. You, you should always make that clear. 
But then you can say, why is it this way? Because we live for the kingdom of God. And God has purpose in your life. And I'm believing him that you're going to fulfill the purpose for which he sent you. And I'm helping to set an environment for that purpose to be discovered. All of a sudden, we've moved now from correction to encouragement. I just want to challenge you. Speak life. Some of you are all in marriage situations that are kind of difficult. Maybe you have an unbelieving spouse. Some of you all are moving into marriage situations. You need to know this, Ben. Speak life. <laughs> Build up with your words. Don't tear down. And then when you're a season of difficulty, a season of grieving, a season of frustration, why don't you just pray for the joy of the Lord? The Bible says the joy of the Lord is my strength. Just pray for joy. Lord, I, I, need, I, need, I need a new outpouring of joy. I need, a new, I need a new infusion of joy. The joy of the Lord. Lord, help me find the joy in this moment, in this circumstance. And then just as some of the scriptures I've given you this morning, read encouraging scriptures. Read the truth about you. Come on, read the truth about you. The truth that he was willing to die for you. The truth that he gave his life for you. Read the truth about you. And then I need to say this as we resume connect groups this week. Uh, be determined in fellowship. Be determined in fellowship. If the connect group you were attending last session is no longer in existence, there are uh, seven or eight other ones available to you. Just go to the website, find a connect group that meets at a time that you can meet. Be in a connect group, get connected, be determined for fellowship. The enemy wants to isolate the person he wants to take out. The wolf always goes for the, the little lamb that's on the outskirts of the flock, that's not connected, that doesn't have any support and any strength. The wolf is going for the, the one that is isolated. Don't be the isolated. Be determined in fellowship. Attend public worship. We don't say, we don't say this much. I used to not... I, I used to, say I'm never going to preach about church attendance because you're preaching to the people who are attending that's like preaching to the choir right you're here be faithful to this gathering God does something corporately that he cannot do in your prayer closet alone Cor things happen corporately that cannot happen in, in places of aloneness those places of solitude are important but this is important to your spiritual development And then, does this sound deeply spiritual? Think good thoughts. Meditate on the Lord. Meditate on the good things of God. What, what the, <clears throat> Philippians 4.8 says, Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, are pure, are lovely, are of good report, if there's any virtue, if there's any praise, think on these things. Some of y'all that are raising kids, you're thinking about all the poor choices they've made. Stop! Every time that sister you're mad at calls you, you're like, I remember what she did. Stop! Surely in the 30 years that y'all have been sisters, she did something nice. Think about that. Just make the choice to think on things that are uplifting. Lord, show me the good in this circumstance and let me meditate upon that.
upon you in that. Think on these things. And then 1 Peter 5, 7 says, Casting all your care upon him. He cares for you. Roger Cooper tells a story that when he was sitting, when he really came to Jesus, he was sitting in church, having worship. The preacher got up, and the preacher said, Anybody here want to cast your care on Jesus? You just want to put all your care on him? And Roger said, all of a sudden, that rung true in his spirit. And he goes, oh, yeah, me. Changed his life. And the testimony of his life is, really, I don't care. He does. I put it on him. I cast my care on him. I don't have to care. I don't, he's not being irresponsible. He, what, what he's saying is, I don't have to carry. Care is the root of carry. Jesus said, cast all your care on me. Let me carry your load. Take my yoke upon you. My, my, my burden is easy. My yoke is light. Cast your care upon him. He cares for you. Stand together this morning. Prayer teams are coming. Listen, Psalm chapter 9 and verse 10 says, those who know your name and trust in you, Lord, you have never forsaken those that seek you. I want you to be seekers of God. As you encourage yourself, I want you to be seekers of him. This is the way, this is the way we fight our battles. Father, I pray for these people today as they stand here under the sound of my voice, as they've heard what you've said in these moments, that this word goes into our hearts like seed goes into soil. I pray that it goes in there in soil that's well prepared. The soil of our hearts has been prepared for the word today. I pray that it takes root in us and it brings forth fruit in our lives. I pray that we are people who are skilled in encouraging ourselves and one another in the Lord. I pray for that to happen in us. I pray that as we are matured in you, we learn to be like David and encourage ourselves in the Lord. I pray that for us today.